Sheesh. Gross three mail up the new hat. If I could go back and make a two cap. Love me in my city like Cusack. Get a little beat and I'll loop that. Get a little money, I'll loop that. Split it with my niggas in the group chat. Group chat, group chat, group chat, group chat, group chat. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's the panel podcast, the voice of your everyday group chat. We back with episode seven. I'm here with my good people, Reggie, Juan, CH. How y'all living? What's going on, Chairs, man? Life is good this way. How y'all boys doing? What's up, man? It's Mr. McGurst. We here, ready for another podcast. What's good, CH? We great out here. So it sounds like y'all doing good. It's been a little while since I since I talked to y'all boys via podcast, because, you know, I talked to y'all a good amount. Everybody, everybody lives been well. Everybody been being great. Y'all been making moves out here in this good world. You know, sure. 2018, we well into the first month now, and I just... Want to hope everybody got that same energy that I had three weeks ago. You know, we're keeping up with your goals and definitely striving to make this year a good one for you. Yeah, same page as one. I mean, I know, of course, we all speak to each other uh, via text. I mean, I know we've all been on the same thing, but I hope everybody, you know, we, we want to have a good year as a unit. So we want to keep uh, checking in with everybody, you know, make sure everybody's still on the same track to complete them goals. So big facts. And Reg, I know your 2018 is starting off pretty nice because. Them Eagles is in the Super Bowl, my man. That is very true. Uh, on the record, I definitely caught it. We had the uh, Super Bowl predictions. I was 100% right. Why I'm, I'm talking mad trash about uh, Philly. And my I'm, guys, just a, so. I'm just a realist. Like, if we're being honest here, there's no way in hell that they should be in the Super Bowl right now. But I mean, I, mean, I, I got to strongly disagree. And our performances were, uh, you know, for sure. Look, I'm far from a hater, so congratulations on making it. But, uh, I mean, I just call it how I see it, man. Fair enough, I mean. I'm going to have to go with Juan on that one because as soon as Carson Wentz went down, I didn't see it. And I'm not a hater, but I'm very upset my still is not in the Super Bowl. But congrats Don't to Don't even get me started. Yeah, y'all boys just not built. It's all good, though. Man, whatever. I mean, we'll y'all going to lose, though, so it's all good. Yeah, sound good. Y'all been saying that for weeks. <clears throat> nah, ain't no, ain't no way y'all beating Tom Brady. Yeah, sound good. <laughs> yeah. Put money up then. Anyway, I don't bet on my, I don't bet on uh, the Eagles. I'm not gonna lie, but I know we're gonna win. But I'm just not gonna bet on them. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and jump into it. We're gonna get into sports. <laughs> How y'all feeling about this Zion commitment? This was out of left field, man. Uh, honestly, I was with. Uh, I mean, a lot of people know my cousin John's going to uh, Clemson next year, so I was with him right before he committed. And honestly, I was posting like I was ready to take bets. Uh, I was like 100 percent confident that he was going to Clemson. And this, like you said, this came out of nowhere. Like, this threw me way off. Um, shout out to Duke, man. Coach K has a crazy talented roster coming in. But, honestly, I did not see that coming at all. I mean, I honestly, I just don't like the fit. I don't know what it is. I feel like his game is not very Duke-like when I look at it at the ground level. I could easily see him being a Kentucky-style player. I mean, he pretty much Julian Randall, Julius Randle reincarnated if we're – being honest, maybe a little more flair to his game, but a lot more. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely more flair. But like, oh, all in all, I just don't see him as being a, a Duke system type of guy. I can see it only because we're dealing with Coach K here. Coach K has coached some very good talent and all versatile talent, so I feel like he can easily make that adjustment for for Zion and the rest of his career he got coming in I mean but what versatile bigs have really like came out of Duke most of their bigs are tr- like true centers I feel like yeah, the closest I mean, I feel thing would be from, like Justice yeah, Winslow but like he can't really shoot Zion can't really shoot 
But I feel like uh, Justice Winslow plays stretch four, like, while he was there. So I but feel like Zion Justice is more of a, a true three, though. I feel like... I, can, I uh, see that, though. That's not that's not, that's not not a far comparison, though. I mean, of course... I feel like I don't Zion see is Zion. a true three. I don't think he's yeah, a I don't see man. Zion as a big man, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all know big man. He's and definitely I not going to play not consider four in the NBA. big man. You don't think he'll be a four in the NBA? He, without a doubt, is a four in the NBA. Yeah, on, I, in the, I think on that's the, How tall is he? Like, 6'5"? Six, 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 he's 6'8". Six, Nice six yeah. seven. He's not. I mean, either way, he's not, he's not shooting. He's not shooting the three ball like that, bro. Like he's gonna be a power forward in the NBA. I mean, the, a new age a, power, a new age power forward. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's 2018. But. He's a we're going small power forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, I I think he'll do fine. I think Coach K will make the adjustments. Um, and a lot of people have been comparing him to LeBron on the high school level. Um, how do y'all feel about LeBron breaking this record? He the fastest play to, player to hit 30,000 points. Juan, I know that's your guy. How you feel? First of all, we got to go ahead and give congratulations out to King James, you know, king of the land. That's definitely my guy. But, uh, I mean, I feel like from day one, like, we saw this coming. Like, greatness, he that it showed almost immediately with him jumping into the NBA. And it's just continued to show with him still being considered the best player in the league 15 years in. I don't think that's ever been done in any professional sport ever. So him hitting this 30k, I think, is um very monumental. But uh, it's not it's hard to even call it a surprise at this point. Yeah, that's real. I mean, honestly, like I don't want to sound like like I'm Dick Rodden LeBron thing, but honestly, like it really is just like great that we get to get to see this joint. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people aren't gonna gonna really appreciate like you know what I'm saying like how how rare this dude is. Like, but just the, the fact that he never gets hurt. Like we watched him play every season. 15 years in, you know what I'm saying? He's not getting slowed down by age. Like, it's really kind of wild, like, how he's doing it. But, and you know, I saw what, a stat that he, he was, like, uh, the the only player in NBA history to have 30,000 points, 7,000-plus rebounds, and 7,000-plus assists. Like, that's just astronomical. It's amazing. And we became used to seeing what he does. Like, I mean, obviously, like, I know me and, you know, we're fans of it. But, you know, we, we became used to just watching LeBron dominate. And, like, we don't even take into account, like, how old he's supposed to be and how he's supposed to be slowing down. So, definitely shout out to King James, man. Yeah, shout out to him. I'm not going to lie. Y'all know I'm not a, the biggest LeBron fan, but I definitely got to pay my respect where respect is due. He's balling, and 15 years in doing this thing is crazy. So <clears throat> while we're still on LeBron, him and Steph Curry were on the top of the All-Star selections, and they get to pick their team. But while we're talking about that, how, I'm not really a big fan of – how they're picking the team. They're not showing it on TV. Reggie, I know you have some opinions on this. What What are they doing? Uh, honestly, I just feel like they're being mad sensitive. Uh, and honestly, it's partially the players, too. I think I saw, I don't I don't want to be quoted on this, but I thought Melo was kind of like talking about how, um, I guess he didn't really want it televised either because, you know, people's films were going to get hurt. And it's just like, man, all of y'all are hoopers, bro. Like, we've all, everybody that plays ball has played pickup before. Like, you get picking teams. Because, I mean, to answer this question, like, they're talking about picking teams this year, and it's a little bit different than last year, but they're not televising picking teams just to clear everybody up. Um, but, I mean, I think, you know what I'm saying, that's that's definitely what the fans want to see. I mean, you're an all-star at the end of the day. So, I mean, if you're the last one picked, uh, I mean, you're still getting a bonus for playing the game. You know what I'm saying? It's still an honor to be an all-star. So, I mean, it just takes away from it. But looking on the, looking on the other side of that, I kind of feel them solely because these dudes are – all-stars in the NBA. They ain't never been picked last for no basketball game in their life. Boo-hoo, bro. So who wants to see that? Like, what do you t- <laughs> who wants to see that nationally televised? I mean, I mean, truth but, be told, I feel like we all know who's going to be right. picked the last. That's what race. I was saying about basketball, bro. I mean, like, people fair. pick the best players. Like, when you when you was uh, playing at the gym with your boys, like, it, you're not offended when you don't get picked because you know who's better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's simple as that. 
I mean, if you're if you're better than the guy, you're probably gonna get picked ahead of them. So it's it's not that big of a deal like everybody was thinking. Nah, that ain't that ain't all the way true. I remember I remember being in the gym before and seeing a scrub go before me just because or some bro like just because it was their bro or for whatever reason. But that joint do get you tight a little bit. I guess sometimes people pick their bros. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Steph just, like, yeah, just, like, picked his team. Like, if he went. Yeah, but, like, being, being <laughs> real, like, who who in the All-Star game is going to pick LaMarcus Aldridge? I feel like I he was obviously nah, the nah, last nah. pick. Definitely the last no, pick, yeah, 100%. 100%. Al Horford is the last pick. Bro, he's averaging, like, 13 and 7. So? Bro, you said he was a bucket. LaMarcus Aldridge is having a great year. He's having a good, a really good year. I think he's averaging 13 and 9, but... Um, it's either eight or nine that he's averaging on boards, but he's 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 playing like an all star this year. And when you look at the Eastern Conference, it's hard to name two centers better than him. I mean, you got Andre Drummond that's probably been playing outplaying him, but other than that, I mean, I can't really think of another center that's outplaying Al Horford in the Eastern Conference right now. Joel Embiid, uh, Joel. Oh, obviously the starter, Joel. But uh, honestly, I might say Dwight is Dwight I might, I might say okay. Dwight Howard is outplaying him this year. And I'm not saying Dwight House should, should be an all-star. Maybe yeah, Porzingis. Let me trade his all-star. We're talking about the players that, that didn't make it. Players that didn't Keep get up. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, so, like Hassan Whiteside's not playing too well. He's been hurt. He's um, been, he hasn't he heard his name games. all yeah. season. So they're really, I mean, is you could call it by default or whatever, but he's playing well. His team is, what is the, what are the Celtics right now in the East? Are they right, still they're first? They're first, yeah. Right, and this team's first in the East. He's playing well. Like, what else does it take to be an yeah, All Star? He's just not it, bro. But who's getting snubbed? Who y'all think was the biggest snubs this year? I'd have to go. I don't know. I kind of understood. I mean, I'm not the biggest Lowry fan. Okay. But I think because I think DeRozan might have like like definitely just out outshines him like by by far. But um, there's not really anyone I could think of to put in place of I'm him. I'm saying I'm not a huge Lowry fan, but I mean from the East, I would probably go Kimba. Uh, I mean I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan, but not even not even considering that. I think Kimba's Kimba's silent man. He's, I think he should have been there. But mainly, I think the West. Uh, I mean Dame's a bucket, of course, but I feel like CP was having a real good year, and uh, that kind of threw me off. CP getting snubbed. But he was also he was also out for a while though. You got to remember that he missed a good amount of games. But the um, games he played, he played really well, man. Yeah, I mean. Honestly, it's hard. It's hard to like, just like not see Paul George in the All Star game. Like that just doesn't. That that is what's kind of not sitting well with me. <clears throat> and I don't know if y'all caught Russell Will, uh, Russell Westbrook's statements that he made about Paul George not making the All Star team. He was really throwing shots at the Warriors for real because he was saying like he just doesn't understand how like a top two shooting guard pretty much in the NBA cannot be an all-star, but at the same time, you have four players from the same team making the all-star team. Uh, in the Warriors' defense, three of those players deserve to be there. I don't know about Draymond. I don't. Draymond Green is not an all-star. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, Draymond. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't give it to him this year. In Paul George's but, no. In uh, um, like Reggie said earlier this week, he's an elite role he player. He's an elite, and he's great at what he does. So it's, it's no not very yet. good no at what he does Jay. for the Warriors, but he's not an all-star. Right, I'd I'd pick Paul George over yeah. him ten times out of ten. Did Jimmy Butler make it? So, Definitely. Lou Will too. Jimmy Butler's. Uh, I don't Jimmy think. Yeah, he, I don't, yeah, he's Jimmy an all-star. Yeah, he did. He's, he's an all-star. Star. Mainly Paul George and but, CP. Um, I mean, Lou Will. I mean, Lou Will got hot, you know, to, like later on in the year. I can't make it seem like I was following him the whole year, so I don't know what he's been doing the whole season. But I do know he's been hot, you know, the past couple of weeks. He definitely had I'm a valid, him a valid case. Yeah. 
But he's third. He's yeah. third though. CP and way before him. Let last question. Talking about this, who's getting picked first? KD Durant. Yeah, I think I think everyone's. I think well, LeBron picks first, so. He would most likely. I could see him taking either Durant or Harden nah, first. Yeah, yeah, he's not taking. He's not taking KD. You think Brown think. will? Yeah, he's not he's gonna take, gonna take Durant because he gonna want to. You make don't think so? I I looked so, at a lot of mock drafts. A lot of people nah, have I him picking Durant first. I, yeah, because LeBron picks first. I had I seen a lot of drafts, mock drafts that had LeBron picking KD first. Wait, they have mock drafts for this. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. If I'm putting a lot the, of LeBron, if I'm putting up bread, I'm saying KD. Yeah, KD's not on LeBron's team. If I'm putting up bread, I think. If it's not KD, whoever he picks first is going to be a hint toward what his plans are for next <laughs> so, season. Uh, the Rockets. Nah, no Jay way. Harden. Yeah. Well, we're going to go ahead and move on to the music section when we come back. So stay tuned. We'll be back in a second. All right, so we're back. Um, not, not that much is out, but the album that is out, Dave East, uh, I like what he was doing with his Reggie Christian. I know y'all listen a lot. Christian, what you think? Reggie, what you uh, think? <laughs> you got scared, bro. Uh, P two. Let's see. So Paranoia two came out uh, about a week ago, uh, maybe two weeks at this point. But um, I like it, man. Davies. As much as I think Davies can rap, I wasn't a big fan of his past uh, projects. This is probably the best one in my opinion. This is his best one yet. So um, my personal favorite tracks are like Prosper. Uh, what made me? Uh, he made. If you listen to the other joints, he uh, made. I found Keisha in response to the other joint. Uh, grateful. I mean, it's some good tracks on there. Uh, Davies can obviously he's one of the best rappers nowadays. But I, in my opinion, he just hasn't been able to like wrap it all together and make actual good music and good projects. So this is uh, definitely some improvement with Davies. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. So for me, I'm a fairly new Davies fan. Uh, not even fairly new. Actually, very new. I'm about two to three weeks into listening to his music, um, and I just got into karma which i'm actually a, a big fan of there's a lot of tracks on that album that i like um i've only given paranoia to uh maybe like a one solid spin so far and just at first glance it kind of sounded like a lot more mainstream than his last part well than karma did to me uh reg i don't know if you'd agree with that or not you probably know his uh his work a little better than i do but i mean i I'm, it, it was something that i definitely would listen to again yeah, you think it was CH? You said you think it was mainstream. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I do. At all. But I feel like every artist has to have that mainstream album. Like, if you want to pop off, if you want your music to like be everywhere, I feel like you gotta have that one mainstream project that basically uh, puts you out there. I don't think that was it though. I'm, I'm with I you. Really don't, I don't think this was it. I don't feel like he was trying to go for yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see how y'all see it was mainstream but at look all. At it, like, look at I his features. Like should, his features I, aren't nothing crazy. I mean, you got Tory Lanez. <clears throat> <laughs> Lloyd yeah. Banks, nothing, nothing to get there with. I think that Tory Lanez track is definitely an attempt at a radio track. I'm saying if he was trying to go mainstream, yeah, I, bro, like he's I'll big enough to get a lot one. more, uh, you know, what I'm saying popping artists. Like, so I don't think he was going for that. Right, like Davies is not gonna have a problem getting anybody on this track. This is just straight up. He's spitting like he's spitting pretty much the whole way through, and you know that's not a mainstream type right, of right. style nowadays. Yeah, type of right. sound like you know what I'm saying. People, people don't really go. People not really going for that these days. So I, I, I disagree with y'all that it was a mainstream type move. But it was a really good album. I liked it a lot. Very I listened good. to it. I listened to it probably once or twice a day since it came out. And Davies did his thing. And speaking of did they thing, Drake. People been, you know, asking for some new Drake songs. The last thing I think we had the the feature with Lil Wayne. He dropped two new songs. Um, God's Plan and Diplomatic Immunity. We all like Drake in here. 
what y'all think? I thought it was thought it was good. I mean, we got to go ahead and shout him out for breaking that uh, Spotify record for uh, the most streams 100%. in a single day. He streamed over four. It was like four point three million streams in one day of his song, of his uh, song God's Plan. Um, yep. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. What when I and I saw him shout out Braun <laughs> the same yeah, day. So it was the same day Braun broke his record. What do you record. say? Samezies? Yeah, samezies. <laughs> little little Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, little right there. Little, yeah. little song, little, little song. Little song. Right there. But uh, nah, I, I love it though. Uh honestly when Drake raps, he's probably like the best rapper out right now. Uh I mean I know obviously like Kendrick, you know, he's out there, but honestly like rapping Drake, I feel like when he's like really focused on rapping, uh honestly like he's spitting some of the hardest stuff. We just don't get it that often. So I'm um, diplomatic community, you know what I'm saying? One of those one of those tracks where he was just showing y'all, you know, what he's capable of. Um, God's plan, you know, more of the mainstream tracks. So I mean it, it did numbers, but uh yeah, man, Drake Drake is Drake. Yo, and I gotta call I gotta call y'all out real quick because when the that night when these two songs came out, this and Diplomatic Community, one of y'all CH. were saying that y'all did not like yeah, God's plan. For sure. I don't like God's plan. Oh man, like you, you tripping. I mean, in my in my opinion, it's bottom half drizzy. And I, I just don't really like the song that much. That's just my opinion. I'm a real big fan you of the so? community, though. So you called Bottom Half Drizzy a song that just broke a record for most well, no, plays like, in a day. But once again, I'm saying it's my opinion. I just don't think that highly of the song. But like I said, I can understand how like the common people would like would appreciate it. I just don't. I like rap. So, so like Christian, is, is this record enough to say that your opinion is objectively false? I don't think opinions can be <laughs> Christian. Calm, so no. Christian, in your de- Christian, in your defense, <laughs> oh my gosh, no way he just said that. I don't think opinions can. Hey, be keep it moving, Chad. What are you gonna say? You know how Christian. You know Christian, how Christian gets when, you, when we try to argue with him. Right. Super technical. I'm anyway, Christian, you asked me a question. Christian, I answered. Right. Christian, in your defense, I think you can um, attribute some of that record to, like I said before, people were waiting on New Drake. So New Drake came out, it was kind of catchy. So the more people listen, you know. I feel like you can attribute that, a lot of that to that. But at the same time, God's Plan is a really good song. And Bottom Half Drake, that's Drake doesn't have too many bad songs. But that's, yeah, that's I don't saying even know what, what Bottom Half saying, Drake is. He has is. to have a bottom half. Yeah. Right. That's, a, that's for a, um, a That may or may talk. not be true. I mean, every artist has a bottom half. If you have two songs, the worst song is bottom half. Again. You got to say a less Here disrespectful. Go. You got to say you not top that, half. Yeah, anyway, all right, so boom, my guys. Anywho, my guys coming out. We're going to move Migos, on. Culture 2, uh, what's what your thoughts on that? I mean, I, know, I personally know they about to go uh, 10 for 10. It ain't going to be no misses on there, but what's y'all, yeah, what's y'all thoughts wait. on it? I'm, I'm interested to see who the features are going to be on it. For for real. Yeah, honestly, at this point, anybody that gets a feature is, lo- is almost like a downgrade. You know what I'm saying? Most of the guys that, uh, you know, obviously when you get a feature, you tr- you honestly, you're going for like the Migos usually, you know, the past year. I mean, or, or Jake, of right. course. Yeah. But uh, that is a good point. I mean, they're obviously the hottest group out. But, you know, future Future's up there still uh, kind of wearing off a little bit. So it will be interesting to see who they deem worthy to even hop on the track with them. You know what I'm saying? 2 chains going to be on there who? probably. I can see some really two elite Yeah, features I can see 2 chains. Two chains feature always, always nice. And I've 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 been noticing that literally every, like, like whitewash companies and stuff like that are really starting to hop on to like the rap music scene and really starting to endorse a lot of these artists. As um, they should. I mean, you know, <clears throat> yeah, we want to like, keep it black, but you know, they yeah, they see all this money out here. Like you guys have seen the uh, yeah. Gap commercial yeah. with uh, yeah, SZA, yeah. SZA Metro. and who's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Metro. I was I was 
completely shocked to see that. And then I, I think I was watching First Take or something this morning, something on ESPN, and it was like Offset was up there rapping the hook to one of his songs, like really? as the show was closing out. And, and like, have y'all been noticing, like, on the Super Bowl or on the NFL playoffs, like, they had, like, Ray Schremer, like, doing the introduction for one of the teams. And then I was just watching the Oklahoma-Kansas um, basketball game last night, and they had uh, the super-duper Kyle, him, like, inter- so they're okay. bringing, like, yeah. a bunch of rappers into, you know, no, yeah, all, I mean, all the, these the NBA facets. The has, has very, yeah, like, really endorsed uh, Migos as of late. Stephon, um, was it the Cavs Warriors game when they were interviewing Quavo at, at halftime or something? Man, did you guys did, did you guys see that? that? Andy Andy has like that commercial out. Um, yeah, Stephon, yeah, that's the official. Like that's the official, song official songs. Weekend, yeah, so me amigos don't fire right now. Yeah, that's yeah. They Who can't they they can't miss. It's uh, I mean, it's one of their singles, I guess, <laughs> coming off their joint. Uh, but I mean, you you've heard you've definitely oh. heard it before. I mean, it's gonna be the official song. It's on it's on yeah, commercials yeah. and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just. Yeah, it's just they seeing all this good black culture and uh, and they see how much money it's making and they're trying. But let's to keep it real though, too. like white people, but, like I mean, this isn't like being a race thing, but like who is a cool white person? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you kind of gotta go to the black community if you're trying to make your brand pop. You know what I'm saying? Like what? I can't even think of like the face of a. I can't think of a white person that you could put out there and that they're anywhere near as noticeable. You know what I'm saying? As you know. Yeah, because I mean, you like you have people like. Justin Bieber dying right. off, like you maybe like Leonardo DiCaprio. He's not, he's, he's not like cool. Swift, I mean, he's good at what he maybe. does, but you know what I'm saying, like. But he's not shifting right, the culture, right, right. though. Like, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's like, you right. gotta come to us. Like, they're they're icons. Um, I don't know. It's a different. It's right. a different ball game. Right. But I mean, if, if you think, right if you think about it, if you even go to like the non-black clubs, like the white clubs, the white bars and stuff. Most of the time, you're gonna hear Our stuff, and they, and they remixing it black with music or or a variation, yeah, or a variation. A lot of EDM mixes for sure. It's just one of those things. It's just you know, black black music, black culture is becoming a thing that's too popular to to yeah, ignore yeah, now. So, which is good. I'm proud of it. Keeping it keeping on topic, um, Reg, me and you hype hype about this one. Our boy Key Glock got something coming out soon too. So, I, of course, I had to do a quick shout-out for him. But um, getting into the Sleeper of the Week slash local artist, um, who wants to talk about City City Boy Mac, J-Mac? I know that's a Christian and Reggie boy, so uh, y'all want to hop can give I can give J-Mac a shout-out. Uh, I'm pretty sure he, he's coming out of High Point. Uh, Reg, correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. But um, he has a tape called Dedicated, and I ain't going to lie. Like, it is a very good tape. Um, I don't think there's one bad song on here. I, I, I got him down for 14 for 14. Uh, my favorite song is uh, is FAFSA. Um, I also like 30,000. Uh, Reg, are there um, any songs that, that you want to list? I like Play for Keeps Alive. Um, I'm agreeing with CH, man. This is uh, 14 for 14. Uh, I didn't know the guy like that. I saw like a lot of my uh, young boys, uh, you know, shouting him out. So, I mean, eventually I just clicked on it. Wasn't expecting anything major. But, I mean, this is, right. you can tell, like, he, he took his time with it. This is like a legit project. Uh, the quality of the music sounds real good. I mean, it's trap music. So, I mean, I'm not going to make it sound like he's trying to be super lyrical. But, like, if you like trap music, like, definitely check out City Boy J Mac. Um, his joint, I think he might be in Atlanta now. I'm not 100% sure on that. But I hear a lot of stuff he says in his lyrics. He might be around um, Atlanta. But he's from uh, High Point area. But definitely go check him out, man. We try to shout out everybody. In the 56, but I'm not even just I'm not oh, even man. just shouting him out. Yeah, I'm not bro. even shouting him out just because of that. Like this definitely. is like legit. I can stand that uh, he did his thing on that. So definitely go check him out. That's on Apple Music. Spin Rilla. And I could even say that the guys put me on. I gave him a listen, and I'm actually a big fan too. Uh, I rock his music. I think I put one of his songs on one of my playlists that I have. Um, 
but yeah, Evicted and Envy are probably like my two, like two of my favorites. They're kind of like a little slow down tempo where he just like talking real stuff. And like, that's kind of rap I like listening to a lot. So I was definitely feeling those, but it's definitely a good take for sure. Shout out to that guy, City Boy J Mac. You know what I'm saying? My parents live in High Point, so I'm familiar with the area. And, you know, if you're in Atlanta, holla at me. You know, that's where I'm at right now. So, uh, anyway, when we come back, we're going to get into Lady Logic. Why they never bring your name up at the panel then? It's time for Lady Now, it's time for Lady Logic. We're back, and we got an interesting question for Lady Logic that is going to have some debatable type conversation. So somebody hit me up, one of our listeners hit me up, and he wanted us to talk about, he said, address the topic of girls around our age and their body counts. Does it matter? And is there a double standard? And if it does matter, what's an, what's an acceptable number for these ladies? All right, um, it's definitely a double standard. I'm gonna just start off with that. I mean, that's just that's not even up to 100%. us. I mean, that's just kind of how life is. I mean, it might be unfair, but yes, that's without a doubt a double standard. But uh, you can go and you can go ahead and take it away, CA. What you got to say? Um, yeah, I was agreeing with you about the double standard. And for the body count question, I feel like um, it just kind of depends. I feel like the answer is gonna be um, different for each guy. It just kind of depends on what you know a man is looking for at that time in a woman. Um, you know, some guys might like. Women who might be more reserved, some guys might, you know, might not mind that. So I feel like it's all uh, subjective, just depending on who it is. But I mean, as long as you're being safe and making smart decisions and you're clean, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you got nothing to worry about. And I agree also that it's a double standard. And of course, a lot of ladies will probably give us feedback and let us know that you know y'all are saying it's a double standard and it shouldn't be double standards in this world. But me personally, like I agree that double standards are wrong and that it shouldn't be. But I've gotten to the point where they're not going anywhere, so we might as well accept them, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm not saying, you know, just abide by them, but it's just something that at this point you have to deal with, you know, like, am I wrong? So something that was I was told probably, probably during my high school years that I, when it came to the topic of, like, body counts and, like, why there's this double standard and, like, why women get chastised so much for, like, high counts and guys don't, is something referred to as the lock and key method. So when, all right, take it as a guy being a key and women being a lock. A lock that can be opened by any key is pretty much useless. But a key that can open any lock is considered the master key. So when you're dealing with guys and girls, like it's pretty much that, that theory is saying that like, guys get praised for being able to like mess with a lot of girls and stuff because it's just like it's a task because y'all are the ones that pretty much decide like what's going to happen or not and like the more you can get with then like the better you are at it but for girls if you're just out here just letting anyone like do their thing then it's just like what are you doing right And and being right being right there with you Juwan um like we talked about this a couple episodes ago, how girls are so shocked when guys curve them and girls um, are always the one who kind of are initiating those curves and stuff like that. It goes the same way in this situation because, like you said, girls are always the the 
decision maker when it comes to if a guy can have them or not. So I, I, I like that lock and key analogy you just made. Right, because if, if women didn't have like all the power in, as being like the decision makers when it came to sex, I promise you they wouldn't get nearly as much scrutiny as they get for like being like frivolous or like dealing with a lot of partners or like whatever you want to call it. And even on top of that, the crazy part is when it really comes to like judging people off body counts and stuff like that, women judge each other way more than we as men judge them. Like most of the, I didn't realize that, bro. Like most of most of the the stuff that comes that way is from other women. Like as guys, like we're a lot more chill about stuff, but that that pressure is coming from each other. Women are definitely more hateful towards each other. Like there's a there's definitely a big women empowerment movement going on. And, like, I'm all for that. But, like, I feel like the main thing stopping them is that women just get in each other's way. They love to, like, belittle each other, like, when it benefits them. So, um, and then going off what Juan said about the lock and key, um, I feel like women, nine times out of ten, want a guy who, like, has the clout or whatever. Or, they like, they know that, you know, he has a track record. Whereas men don't care about that as much. If a dude finds a shorty and, like, he likes her and she's low-key and don't nobody know she is, like, that's, that's considered a gem for men. But I feel like women's yeah, definitely women's a gym. preference. A hidden it's like, gym. yeah, like, oh, like, nobody knows who he is. Like, he's a lame. Like, and, and women will just, like, you know, like, they're not interested in that. There's literally nothing better than, like, whether you're in school or whatever, like, finding that one girl on campus that looks good, that nobody knows, like, yeah. that is a major win, like, for a guy. That's I a major feel like win. hopping in, like, you got less than 1,000 followers, you in there. Yeah, you, you kind of touched on it like a little bit. Yeah. I think it was you, but um, I feel like there's definitely been more of a woman's empowering moment. Um, to where like honestly, girls sleeping around isn't really frowned upon. I guess I'll say as much. I mean, you have like Ambrose where like her like slut walk type thing. Not by them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like for I mean, I guess it's kind of more accepted. Like we're getting to the point now where like guys are grown, girls are grown. Like I mean, you do what you want to do. Um, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like the older we get, the less we are caring about that. I know like back in the day, that was honestly like a key topic. Exactly. Like, Guys would bring that up like straight up, like ask a girl their body counts. I personally haven't asked a girl that in years. I don't want a girl to ask me that. So, I mean, right. in that sense, I mean, it does it matter? I'm not going to be like, nah, it doesn't matter at all. But, I mean, chances are I probably won't ever find out what it is. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just somehow tell me. Like, I think CH said as well, like, the main thing is if I know uh, my guys don't know you like that, and you know what I'm saying, the CD don't, don't, you know, know that you've been around, at this stage of life, I mean, I'm, we're 24 years right. old. Like, I mean, I, it's really no reason we should know, you know what I'm saying, what your body count is or who you mess around with. So, I mean, unless you, like I said, unless you're in, like, the circle like that. So, I mean, it, it does matter in a sense, but the older you get, the more, I mean, it, it really just shouldn't really be talked about like that, in my opinion. It's not so much about the number, but it's a lot more about, like, how you right. carry yourself, for real. And, like, if, and if you, Ooh, like, also you just have to respect yourself. Like, that's, I mean, for me, that's really what it comes down to. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want to be with someone that is just, like, like really right. out there, like everyone, right. like I mean, being real, no guy wants to be with a, be with a girl seriously that every other guy's had, exactly. because like it just leaves the door open for a lot. So I mean, you do what you do, but if you do your best mm-hmm. to like keep it private, then like that's that 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 makes a big difference. Right, and just yeah, yeah. Well, well, all else, I agree. Just be smart and be safe. Definitely, definitely, definitely be smart, be safe, have your fun and. Do we gotta do? When we come back, we're gonna get into speak a little bit of positivities in y'all positivity in y'all lives. So we'll get into it. We're back, and 
we don't do this too often, but all of us live by a very positive mindset. And, you know, we love sharing it with people that we run into. We love sharing it with people that we meet. And, of course, we love sharing it with the people listening to this podcast because the best way to use your positivity is share it with those around you. So we got a couple things that we want to um, speak on. Somebody asked us on speaking somebody asked us about speaking confidently and how speaking confidently affects um things in your life and also how it can push you forward in certain tasks and situations so christian i know you're a very confident speaker you want to be the first one to say something about this uh yeah no problem um so like trey said um just within our group we all try to make sure that we're um we're being constructive with each other and we want to maintain a positive outlook on life Because I'm a firm believer that, you know, the way your life turns out has a direct correlation to the way you see your life turning out. So I feel like one of the main things is just staying positive. Obviously, you know, everything's not going to go the way you want it to go. But, like, that's just life. We're adults. Like, you have to be able to grasp that. The main thing is staying positive with your mindset. And if you continue to, you know, remain positive, then positive things are going to happen to you. Um, I feel like that's my main takeaway. But, um, yeah, just remain positive no matter what. And just stay confident in yourself. If you put the work in and you continue to put the work in, like it's going to come to you. Speaking confidently is a skill that can take you like really far as well. It's something that stands out to people that people definitely pick up on. And it, it kind of gives you like a good sense of like it, it. People respect you a little more when you can speak positively and they kind of tend to like not pay as much attention as to what you're saying when you just have like that aura about you, when you're just coming off that like you know like we were talking about or that you just got a groove for things so definitely that's a good something to practice i mean whether you do it with your friends or like whatever your peers like work on speaking confidently can definitely take you a long way i'm gonna go and hop in right here um we keep a lot of stuff anonymous if people don't you know ask for shout outs but this was one of my co-workers i'm just going to tell uh my boy dj and um, I've been working with him for a while. We really just started getting closer about the past month. So him asking this question was kind of dope. Because, I mean, like, most of the stuff people ask us is, like, pop culture type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Girls, women's sports. Um, you know, he talked about speaking confidently. And just me and him, man, we got a lot closer because uh, once we started following each other on Snapchat, I found out he's just, like, a real positive person, man. And positivity is contagious. Um, that's one thing I've noticed. Um, just from my Snapchat, just talking to people on IG, uh, you know, I, po- I try to post positive stuff. But, I mean, it definitely affects people um, that you wouldn't even think. And, you know, me and him started rapping a lot. I could just tell we're on the same type of energy. And I'm just naturally, like, the older I get, I'm just, I feel naturally more connected to people that, you know, that like that are positive. They speak positively. They, you know, they're looking up for others in the world. Um, so, me and DJ, so D- that was my boy DJ. He asked that question. Uh, so, I definitely got to give him a shout out. But, yeah, like, kind of like everybody else was saying, man, what you say, your words hold weight. Um, you know what I'm saying? Keeping that positive energy at all times definitely is a game changer. It's helped my life drastically uh, the past year. Definitely. And keeping that positive mm-hmm. energy, like you said, is important because po- positive positive energy is contagious. And it allows you to surround yourself with positive people. And when you surround surround yourself with the right people, that also puts you a long way too. Like, you know, y'all are my friends. I have other friends, you know. And they're all really great guys who encourage me to do well you know talk to me if i'm doing something i shouldn't be doing you know what i'm saying so how do y'all feel about you know your friends and how they impact your life real quick um i'll I'll hop in so like i said i feel like maybe the last podcast or the podcast before you're going to be the average of the five people that you interact with the most so you have to remember 
um, that when you're making your decisions about who you want to be around. Um, so like I'm saying, I know the guys in the panel, we're constantly, you know, doing checks on each other. Like, yo, what you do this week to get better? Or how did you move forward this week? And you got to find those people that will um, hold you accountable. Accountability is the main thing with this. You just have to be real with yourself. Like, if you know you can do more, like, you have to do more. And you have to be around people that will encourage you to uh, to go higher. Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny you said that. I had this shorty kind of call me out last week talking about how, like, we all, uh, you know, we actually have a real group chat. Like, this isn't, like, a joke. Like, we all talk uh, on the regular. And she was saying we kind of like girls, you know what I'm saying, because we, uh, you know, hit each other up about a lot of stuff. But, I mean, honestly, having a group chat has changed my life a lot just because you always have somebody keeping you accountable to what you're doing. Like Christian said, we always checking up on each other. So, I mean, definitely you got to make sure you have that friend group. It's going to, you know, that'll help push you to the next level. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely beneficial for my life. Definitely. And um, as he said, you know, keep each other accountable. We're challenging each other to do different things. If it's go work out, if it's to read books. So, you know, that's that's just very important. So, so um, always remember, don't have a bad day. Your bad day is controlled by your attitude. Um, just be positive. Affect other people positively. And if there's nothing else, actually, I did have one more thing. Um, for those who are in Charlotte, um, shout out to my guy, Adrian Rich is one of my good friends. He has a, um, workout, uh, workout company where he'll do training and he has three different workout plans, beginners for women's beginners for men's. And also, um, where you can kind of tell him what you need and he'll customize a plan that's right for you. So go on his website, richinfit.org. That's R I C H the letter N fit.org and you can um sign up on the website and when you do um when it says reference put the panel and you can use us as a reference when you go sign up so i just wanted to mention that um if there's nothing else hey man make sure that y'all subscribe to us that y'all tell a friend you know reach out um we want to spread this thing out you know pause we want to make sure that um everybody gets a chance to listen to us and we really appreciate y'all listening. If you made it this far, we really appreciate it. Um, we doing this for y'all, you know, just giving y'all a look at how, how our group chat operates. So once again, man, we appreciate y'all. And make sure y'all subscribe and, and share our podcast with the, with the folks. Definitely share it to everybody. Subscribe to us um, on iTunes. On Twitter, we are at PanelPodcast336. Send us emails to PanelPodcast336 at Gmail. Tell your friends. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, Whatever you can do to help us out, we really appreciate it. So, um, Reggie, Juan, CH, I appreciate y'all. It's the panel podcast. Peace out. Yeah, I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. 50 dub, I even got it tatted on me. 81, they'll bring the crashes to the party. And you know me. Turn the O2 into the O3. Without 40, Ollie, there be no me. Imagine if I never met.